You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's Friday, February 16th. I'm Zeke Robison. Today, we're talking about smoking and how it alters your immune system for years after you quit. Make sure to listen to the end to find out what other Wired podcasts you can check out today. It's 2024. We know that cigarettes are bad for you. But scientists are still uncovering new and troubling ways that smoking changes you from the inside out. Today in Nature, a new study from the Institut Pasteur in Paris reports that smoking has a lingering effect on the immune system that persists long after taking your last drag. The health of your immune system is defined by how well it responds to things. Like Goldilocks, the body prefers an immune response that's not too big or too small, but just right. Enough inflammation and antibodies to heal wounds and fight infections, but not so much that the body starts to attack itself. But not all immune systems are created equal. There is a lot of variability in how different people respond to the same microbes, and we still have a relatively limited understanding of where these differences stem from. It's a constant question, says study author Dara Duffy, who leads the Translational Immunology Unit at the Institut Pasteur. It's really hard to disentangle cause and effect. Duffy's research group at the Institut Pasteur is devoted to studying how factors like age, genetics, and the environment explain person-to-person variability in immune responses. As part of a broader ongoing study of the links between genetics and the environment, Duffy and his team at the Institut's Milieu Antérieur Consortium studied 500 French men and 500 French women, all of whom donated blood and answered 44 pages of questions about their demographics and lifestyle. By stimulating blood samples from each person with different microbial triggers, the team was able to watch the immune response unfold, They measured levels of immune-signaling proteins called cytokines generated by each stimulation, which approximate how long and strong an immune response will be. Of the 136 environmental factors Duffy's team looked at, 11 were associated with some degree of cytokine release, a sign that they altered the body's response to infection. Body mass index, or BMI, And whether someone had been affected with cytomegalovirus, or CMV, a very common and usually asymptomatic virus, were two major influences on the immune system. So was being a cigarette smoker. The blood of smokers showed an unusually high inflammatory response to bacteria. This boost in inflammation faded in ex-smokers, 
But other smoking-induced changes to the immune response persisted years after people quit. Some of the stimulants used in this experiment were chosen to target the adaptive immune response, where specialized cells and antibodies attack intruders and remember them. Some of these parts of the adaptive immune response exhibited long-lasting changes. For example, when triggered, blood samples from smokers, current and former, released more signaling proteins called interleukins than the blood of non-smokers, a warning sign that their white blood cells were kicking into overdrive. Cigarette smoke is a known health stressor, but the study of how it specifically impacts the immune system is relatively new, says John Sang, a professor of systems immunology at Yale University. Yet the level of sway that smoking seems to have on the immune response roughly parallels that of age, sex, or genetics. To figure out why and how the effect lasts for years after someone smokes their last cigarette, Duffy's team turned to their donor's DNA. Seemingly everything from wildfire smoke to your parents' trauma has been linked to epigenetic changes, physical manipulations of the DNA molecule that switch genes on or off. Sure enough, the long-term effect of smoking on the immune system response also appears to be linked to epigenetics. Duffy admits that interpreting these effects can be weird. It's tempting to think of the more reactive immune system seen in smokers as good. When you're injured or sick, short-term inflammation helps your body heal. But an overblown response that lingers once the threat is gone can lead to chronic inflammation or autoimmune disease. Giving up smoking brings the inflammatory response back to where it would have been without cigarettes. But smoking-related epigenetic changes may be tougher to reverse, suspects Sheena Cruikshank, an immunologist at the University of Manchester. The affected immune cells are long-lived, sticking around in the bloodstream for years. Ex-smokers may have to carry traces of their past cigarettes with them until those cells die. Of course, smoking behavior doesn't happen in a vacuum, all 1,000 donors in this study live widely varied lives shaped by a dizzying number of things beyond cigarettes. We're exposed to so many different things that it's difficult to tease them apart, says Adam Lacey Holbert, an immunologist at the Benaroya Research Institute in Seattle, Washington. This study corrected for age and sex, but that certainly doesn't account for everything. Cruikshank says that while the effect of any individual environmental factor, smoking included, may be modest, these effects can pile on top of each other and lead to big changes to the immune system. These results may have important implications for vaccine delivery. We already tailor vaccine recommendations to specific age groups because inflammation is known to increase as we get older. Immunologists even have a term for this, inflammaging. Lacey Holbert wonders whether we ought to consider environmental factors like people's smoking habits, past and present, when planning the timing or formulation of their vaccinations. Immune age, like regular old age, just marches on. Things get worse and worse over time, Lacey Holbert says. If smoking is associated with roughly the same degree of change to the immune system as aging, he speculates, you might imagine that smoking could add years to your immunological age. Duffy and his colleagues at the Milieu Antérieur Project already have multiple follow-up projects underway, gathering data from donors in Africa and Asia, as well as from children and adults over 75 years old. They're also preparing a 10-year-old follow-up report with 415 of the original 1,000 donors sampled in the Nature study to see how changes to their lifestyle affected their immune response over that decade. Moving forward, Tsang hopes that future studies run specific experiments to test some of these assumptions in the lab to dig into how our environment and behavior shapes our immune system. 
In the meantime, Cruikshank says the best way to keep your immune system healthy is to follow the basic advice you've probably been told a thousand times. Eat a varied, minimally processed diet, move your body, de-stress, and get plenty of sleep. In terms of being healthy, smoking is probably the worst thing you can do, Duffy adds. While we still don't know exactly how long-lived the impact of smoking is, or whether it can be reversed, there's some good news. After quitting, the effect of smoking on the immune system seems to fade with time. The best time to stop smoking is now, Duffy says. It's always a good time. Make sure to check out our other Wired podcasts. Today in Wired Business, how some people actually kind of like deepfakes. On Wired Science, the leading lab-grown meat company just paused a major expansion. And on Wired Security, surveillance fight pits the White House opposite reproductive rights. Listen to these stories and more at wired.com podcasts. Thanks for listening to Wired. Check back in tomorrow to hear more stories from wired.com. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.